Welcome to Direct Connections, where we explore workflow effectiveness through optimized information sharing and collaboration across robust real-time distribution technology. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Direct Connections, a podcast from IHSE USA. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to expand on how KVM can create a better working environment. And joining me to explain all of these things and uh, and explain some of the benefits here is John Jensen, Senior Sales Engineer at IHSE USA. John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Tyler. Well, I'm uh, thrilled to have the, uh, an opportunity to talk to you this morning, John, and uh, and I think this is going to be a really informative and enlightening episode for a lot of people. So um, let's start off here, John. Just when we talk about KVM extensions and switching, what benefits can they provide uh, to help create a better working environment? Well, some things are very simple and common to all KVM systems. The first is the basic backracking story where we remove the computer, its hard drives, and all of the cable clutter out of the creative environment and uh, into a back room somewhere where it can be secure and it can have sufficient air conditioning. And uh, it's not quite as dirty as the floor underneath most people's desks. That's a really good point. Now, I suppose that putting uh, putting these units in conditions like that can improve the lifespan and, and make them last longer and perform better. Is that also the case? And makes it much easier, all of that, plus it makes it much easier to service the equipment if you don't have to crawl underneath somebody's chair to replace a hard drive or if you want to swap out a computer, uh, it's better to do it in the back room than do it underneath somebody's desk. That's a great point. It's never a comfortable position to be uh, having to do something like that. And so that's a that's a really excellent point, John. And so, you know, one of the things that, that strikes me about this and strikes me about KVM in general is that everyone is looking for ways to increase and improve collaboration these days. How does KVM really help create that kind of seamless collaboration that everyone seems to be looking for? Well, KVM matrix switching allows you to hit a hot key on your keyboard and function key and be able to switch or select from a menu to any number of computers that you have rights to access versus a lot of sharing applications where people are using Zoom or they're using remote access, RDP, uh, TeamViewer, et cetera, uh, where you have to request a meeting, the other person has to accept it, you have to have a password, you log on, you share for a few minutes, and then you have to, if you want to add another person, you have to uh, go through the whole sequence again. Where again with KVM, as long as you're authenticated uh, onto the target computer, it's an instantaneous switch, and you can join just in video only mode, uh, so you can see what's going on for collaboration, or you can join in full access mode where you have control of the keyboard and mouse. Wow, so you can see how that can be really beneficial in creative type settings, right? When you're working on big projects or want to show something to somebody else and say, hey, what's your opinion on this? That, that really does allow for a new world of collaboration that I think is, is really beneficial in creative situations. Is that something that you've noticed? Exactly. And the other issue uh, when you're on some of these other meeting platforms is shared storage. Um, where I might have shared access with uh, WorkDrive 
with one client uh, and another client is using OneDrive and who has rights to access that, uh, that storage, your cloud storage uh, with the right um, application. Uh, you don't have to worry about that because when you're joining in a KVM session, the computer already has the proper software, the proper access uh, to the remote uh, storage, and you just have to do your work, get in, get it, make your Z, and get out. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. And you know, I also think in circumstances like this, in situations like with uh, with people doing creative type work, that you're going to have you know specialized machines to do certain functions sometimes. Um, and I, I would guess that this would allow for maybe everyone to have access or certain people to have access um, to these different machines with different capabilities uh, or specialized capabilities. Is that also the case that, that it really allows people to do projects on, on some of these specialized computers when it's necessary? Exactly. Good case in point is a lot of radio and television stations, each of their producers can have a user station, KVM user station on their desk uh, and uh, they have access to a computer that's running uh, Media Composer. They have another computer that's running Pro Tools, another computer that's doing the show rundown. Uh, rather than have the, all these applications that have extensive uh, and expensive licensing requirements, uh, you can have a dedicated computer for doing Pro Tools. Uh, that has all the interfaces connected to it, and they, each individual producer can have access to that computer at a scheduled time. Man, that is a that is a great point, and what an incredible use case of this technology. Because no, you're right. The the as all of these uh, softwares have kind of moved to a subscription model, um, it it has become I, I probably I, I would assume increasingly expensive for people to keep up with all of the latest technology that that a producer would need, you know, in those types of circumstances. And so that's a really excellent point, just that it it, it really does allow for people to tap into the different resources that they're going to need when they need it. Exactly. The other thing that slows productivity down is having to authenticate onto a computer with remote access or mm -hmm. cloud-based computer or a virtual machine where, again, you have the password, you have to log in, provide a password. Most of the time now you have to uh, go to your cell phone and run an app to get the current password uh, for authentication. All of that, we can open a session at the beginning of the day on that computer, and then whoever needs to access it uh, will be able to through the KVM system. At the same time, the KVM system is keeping a log of who accessed what when, uh, and that has become one of the biggest trends nowadays is management and uh, United Facility Control, where there needs to be a log of who was on, particularly when something goes wrong, who did what. Uh, and uh, the KVM system allows the administrator to look at those logs. That's really beneficial and helpful. And that also speaks to something that I wanted to bring up, and that was maybe the security aspect of this, because you could see how people might be concerned. Oh, I don't want somebody that I don't want to be able to access one of these computers to access it, right? And so uh, talk to me about security uh, along those lines as well and, and just how 
people can protect themselves against, um, you know, any kind of threat in that way. Well, one of the biggest trends nowadays is uh, Active Directory. Mm-hmm. And uh, where the user will have the same login and password for the KVM system as they do for their corporate computer, uh, their email, et cetera. It also means that when the corporate administrator decides to change someone's rights, he doesn't have to go to a bunch of computers to do that. He can change the user rights for the KVM system and the computers at the same time inside Active Directory. So that's uh, very useful. The other thing that uh, we can do is use in conjunction with Active Directory, um, access control lists. So we have a list of all the computers in a system. They may have 250 computers connected to a switch. And that list can either be open or you can reduce uh, the list of available computers according to the user's access rights. So when he logs in, he's only presented with the list of computers that he's allowed to operate with. The other thing is we have an access control list for a console. So if you have a user station that's sitting, let's say in the ingest area, it only has access to the ingest computers. It doesn't have access to what's live and on air. Hmm. Um, So, you have protection and authorization that way. Another unique thing about our system is that users can set a two-step access so that they can connect first to the target computer to see if it's currently in use without interrupting what's going on, and then they can hit return and uh, access that computer with keyboard and mouse, or they can say, whoops, that's on air, or somebody else is recording, Uh, I'm going to hit backspace and not join the session while it's on air. Right. That, that's that's a that's a really good way of uh, of explaining that. And I think uh, an important function of, of all of this as well, just when you think about some of these different settings, um, especially like you mentioned, a, a live radio setting and things along those lines as well. And so, um, you know, John, everything that we've talked about seems to come back to a, a central goal of making the workspace more efficient for creatives uh, that, that work in these areas. And uh, I think that's a, that's a big important thing. And I think everything we've talked to has really come back to that idea of, you know, it, it declutters, it, you don't have people crawling around under your desk, which is good. You know, you have access to these uh, different computers and these different machines that can run specific programs. Um, that's really good. Like all of the things that we've discussed has led to increased efficiency. Do you view that as, as one of the primary benefits? And, uh, and what are some other benefits that you see coming out of uh, everything that we've discussed? So, yes, uh, efficiency is a primary return on investment for a KVM system. Security is primary feature of a KVM system. And then redundancy or backup computing is also a major feature. So if a server goes down, we have the capability of automatically switching to a backup server. So the end user doesn't know that his primary machine is down. He just continues to see the operation on the second machine. Hmm. 
Well, this is all really incredible. And as a former radio producer, I'm a little jealous that that I never had access to uh, to, to a KVM system. And so, John, I want to uh, turn the floor over to you just for any final thoughts or conclusions that you have that you want our listeners to walk away with here today as we discuss just um, just the, the, the ways that, that KVM can create a better working environment. Uh, the floor is yours for any final thoughts or conclusions, anything you want to leave our listeners with here. Collaboration is the key word uh, in KVM right now uh, or in com corporate computing and the ability to be secure, to not burden uh, your operator or the system with having to log in and log off several times, signal, single sign-on capability is important. Uh, and uh, then just ease of use uh, where operators don't have to learn a complicated set of menus, but can just have an easy single button to push to get a menu. Excellent stuff. Well, John Jensen, Senior Sales Engineer for IHSE USA, uh, joining us here on the podcast. John, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about how KVM can create a better working environment. Uh, it's been a pleasure learning a, a little bit more about these capabilities. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us here on Direct Connections. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Direct Connections brought to you by IHSE USA. Make sure to go check out their website. It's IHSEUSA.com, IHSEUSA.com. For more information, if you want to learn more, see some of the details, or even reach out and talk to someone like John, um, who can help uh, talk you through your options and talk you through the, the different capabilities of this, like what you heard here on the podcast today. Make sure to reach out and learn more there. And stay tuned. We'll be back with more episodes very soon of Direct Connections. But until then, for my guest today, John Jensen, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us.